0: Chapter Eight of Mari, Our Little Norwegian Cousin. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Mari, Our Little Norwegian Cousin by Mary Hazelton Blanchard Wade. Chapter Eight The Lumber Camp. The whole family were awake bright and early the next morning Marie and Greta helped their mother in packing the birch bark knapsack with the provisions their father needed to carry with him to the forest There must be a good supply of dried meat and fish sugar butter and flour Last but not least the coffee was packed safely inside What would the good man and his helpers do without this refreshing drink? When they returned to the hunt after a day's chilling work a bowl of hot coffee would fill them with new life All and I will come next week and bring you fresh supplies said Henrik as his father bade them. Goodbye And the three men started out on their snowshoes over the crisp snow They were soon out of sight and the rest of the family returned to their work But little Marie, who loved her father very tenderly kept thinking of the hard cold work before him What kind of a home would he find when he got into the forest There would be no shelter of any kind He and his men must go to work at once and saw some logs With which they could build a rough hut they would stuff the chinks with moss to keep out the great cold or else They would freeze to death What furniture would they have a large flat stone would serve as a fireplace? while the bed would be made of poles placed side by side and covered with moss that was all they must sleep as close to the fire as possible and even then they would suffer greatly during the long freezing nights I Am so sorry the crops failed said Mari to her mother when she had thought of all these things I almost wish father had gone to work fishing this winter. I don't believe that would have been as hard work The sea has its own dangers my daughter answered her mother think of the fearful storms that rage along our coast And the sad deaths that have come to some of our friends no marie lumbering is hard work But it is safer. I think than fishing in the winter season All had come into the room while they were talking It's cold and uncomfortable for father this winter I know he said but the greatest danger is in the springtime when he has to float the logs down the narrow streams to the sawmills Why is that so dangerous asked Mari? Because his work isn't over when he has once launched the logs into the water He must watch them in their course and see that they get to their journey's end Suppose one log gets across the stream and blocks the way then father must wade out into the water and pull that log aside with his boat-hook He has to spend a good deal of his time in the water and is likely to freeze his feet or get a terrible cold at any rate Perhaps he has to jump on the logs as he pulls them apart suppose he slips and falling through is jammed to death between the logs There there Mary dear don't cry I shouldn't have said all this father will probably get along all right and come home safe in the spring Henrik put his strong arms around his little sister And she had soon forgotten her fears and was laughing heartily over the fairy story. He was telling her the next week after their father left home Henrik and Ol started out to visit the camp carrying with them a stock of provisions large enough to supply the men for several days longer Take your gun Henrik said his mother for you can't tell what wild creatures you may meet on the way It would be a fine surprise for your father if you should present him with a hare or a deer Some fresh meat would make a rare treat for the men the boys skimmed over mile after mile of snowy ground and nothing unusual happened no houses were in sight all this time, and there were no tracks of living creatures. It was lonely and dreary and quiet They were nearing their journey's end and were climbing the side of a hill when Henrik suddenly stopped See oh he whispered There are the tracks of some four-footed beast ahead of us They are too heavy and big for hares It may be we are near some bears then look out for you know the old ones are sometimes very fierce let us follow the tracks for a while and see what we come to anyway Shouldn't we be proud if we could find him and kill him answered all Roasted bears meat makes a pretty good dinner The boys traveled very carefully now for they had come into the thick woods The tracks suddenly came to an end in a pile of logs lying at one side Perhaps the bear has a snug home under these logs said Henrik in a low tone as he seized his gun At That very moment the boys heard a sound and at once a huge brown bear appeared He moved sleepily as though he had just been wakened But as soon as he got sight of the boys he roused and his face became fierce No time was to be lost, but Henrik was as cool as any old hunter His hand did not tremble as he took careful aim Whiz flew the bullet just as the bear prepared to come at them it would have gone straight into his heart if he had not suddenly raised his paw, but it entered that instead, run for your life, ol shouted his brother as the huge and angry brute dashed toward them, even as he spoke. The bear knocked all down and would have made short work of him if it had not been for Henrik's coolness. A second shot from his gun broke the animal's neck, he rose on his hind legs and plunged blindly forward, only to fall dead at Henrik's feet. It's a good thing. We are trained to be soldiers at school the brave boy said afterward when he told the story to his father I really believe I should have lost my head if it hadn't been for that training But I said to myself you never fail at home in hitting the mark. Why should you now? It gave me courage father His father smiled and answered you have done well Henrik. I am proud of you this was said as the boys sat around the fire in the log hut that night As soon as they were sure the bear was really dead they had hurried on to the camp which was only a short distance away Then as soon as they had told of their luck the men went back with them to skin the bear and cut up and bring in the meat They brought it to the camp on a rough sledge He is a beauty exclaimed one of the men as he looked at the bear and As big a one as I have ever set eyes on said the other I don't see how you ever dare to tackle him Henrik I should have hesitated for a moment myself It was so late in the day when they all got back to the camp that father said boys You had better stay all night unless you think your mother will worry about you We told her we might not come home today said Ole. it is such a long tramp She said we had better not try for we should get too tired. So it is all right How good the bear steak looked when it was set on the rough supper table It was smoked a good deal, that was certain, but no one spoke or even thought of that. And the table was not elegant, for there was no cloth to cover the rough pine boards. But the fresh cheese the kind mother had sent, the hard brown bread baked by the men, with plenty of bear steak and a bowl of steaming coffee, made a supper fit for a king, as the boys declared when they could eat no more. End of chapter eight.